Welcome to the Podcast Advertising Playbook, a show dedicated to podcast advertising. If you're a podcaster or an advertiser and you're wondering how you can take advantage of this rapidly growing space, you're in the right place. On the program, we'll discuss strategies and techniques to optimize your experience with podcast advertising. Hello and welcome to the program. I'm Heather Osgood, your host of the show. And today I wanted to talk to you about who is producing podcasts. So we have surpassed the 1 million podcasts on iTunes, Mark, which is pretty monumental for the space. If you consider that podcasting started in 2004, now in 2020, we have finally hit the million show mark, which does seem really huge, right? Like that seems like such a big number. But when you consider how long podcasts have been around, it really isn't that large. Also, if you consider how many blogs there are out there or other types of content like that, YouTube channels, right? There are millions of those out there. So while we are very excited that we have hit the million show mark, we also know that this is just the beginning of podcasting, which is super, super exciting. So I wanted to talk to you today about who is making all of these shows, right? We've got these million podcasts that are out there and who is making the shows. And as we look at these different podcasts, which one of these podcasts is going to be right for advertising messages? I wanted to start out by talking about the indie podcaster because I really feel like the indie podcaster is kind of the backbone of the entire movement and the entire space. These indie podcasters are the types of people that back in the early days really believed, hey, I have got a message to share with the world and I'm going to get it out there. I'm going to create this audio content and it doesn't matter how difficult it is for people to listen to. I'm going to create these shows and we're going to put them out into the world. So there are lots and lots of indie podcasts out there and indie podcasts are really cool because they can kind of just be on just about any topic that you want them to be about. One of the shows that we represent is called Prancing Ponies, and it is a podcast that is dedicated to J.R.R. Tolkien, which I always find fascinating because these two co-hosts loved this author so much. They were so fascinated by him that they created an entire podcast that is just dedicated to talking about, you know, this author and his content, right? So it's pretty fascinating to me. You could find a podcast out there on just about any subject that you might be interested in. So there are literally hundreds of thousands of indie podcasters out there. The next type of podcaster that I wanted to talk about is the solopreneur podcaster. I call them solopreneur podcasters because they're not making their podcast just for the fun of making a podcast. They're making it because they're trying to communicate some sort of a business message. So I would classify this podcast as being a solopreneur podcast. I'm creating the podcast solely because I want to help educate podcasters and advertisers, companies, brands about podcast advertising. And I'm doing that 
out of the generosity of my own heart, but I'm also doing it because I want to share information about what our company is up to and what our knowledge level is so that I can impart kind of some of the wisdom that I have with you that I've gathered over the last several years working in this industry. But I also am doing it for business reasons, right? I'm doing it because my hope is, is that I will in some way get you closer to having a working relationship with our company. So there are lots and lots of solopreneur podcasts out there, whether it is a business coach, whether it's a lifestyle coach, whether it's a financial planner, right? There's lots of financial planner podcasts out there. Those types of shows I put in the solopreneur category. Oftentimes, they have specifically a product that their business sells that maybe they aren't just talking about that product on their entire podcast, but they're definitely going to mention it, right? They're going to mention their conferences. They're going to mention their masterminds. They're going to mention their courses. They're going to mention different products and services that you can purchase specifically from them. The next level of podcasters are corporate shows. I put corporate shows into a bucket by themselves because corporate shows literally dedicate hundreds of thousands of dollars in producing these podcasts, right? So an easy one to always think about is NPR. NPR is putting a ton of money into creating great shows. There are other companies out there like Gimlet or Wondery. Those are the types of companies where they are very much professional podcasters. What they do for a living is they create great podcast content. I'm not saying indie shows don't create great content. I'm not saying solopreneur shows don't create great content, but corporate shows are full of audio engineers. They're full of people who understand script writing. They're full of people who know exactly how to produce a wonderful podcast, right? A really, really good listening experience. They're not taking 10 or 15 minutes or even an hour to produce an episode. They're taking weeks, right? Like oftentimes it could take these shows four to six weeks to develop and get a podcast out, right? Because a lot of times they're doing really in-depth research. They're maybe doing interviews and they're not doing phone interviews, right? Like a lot of podcasters are doing. They're going out with audio engineers. They're meeting people with you know, high level equipment. And so that's why when you listen to some of those shows, you can really hear and you can tell that they are being very highly produced. As a caveat, they're also spending thousands of dollars, right, to produce these episodes. When you've got a team of 10 producing an episode, it's a whole lot different than if you've got a team of one, right? So those are interesting things for us to look at. And then finally, there are branded podcasts. So I heard recently that Trader Joe's has a podcast, which I find really fascinating. And on their podcast, because I love Trader Joe's, I mean, really, who doesn't? But they talk about all of their different foods and where those foods come from, from around the world. And that's one of the cool things about Trader Joe's, right, is they've got this really cool collection of all of these different products. And so they're telling their product story on their podcast. So branded podcasts, I think is so important for everyone to realize should never be a commercial about your company because no one wants to listen to a 10 minute long commercial or heaven forbid, a 60 minute long commercial, right? Like we still want really interesting, intriguing content that is going to get us hooked in, that is going to have us really interested in a story that you're telling. 
but there are some super successful branded podcasts out there and they're a really creative way to get a company image put across because you're able to communicate a lot about your culture and your creativity and the way that you think as a a company, right? So branded podcasts can be great. So just to recap, we have indie shows, we have solopreneur shows, we have corporate or professional podcasts, and then we have branded podcasts. Now, all of these podcasts could be suspects for advertising, and it depends on the show to determine whether or not advertising is going to be a good fit for them. I would say it's not uncommon for indie podcasters to want to sell ads on their podcasts because, hey, they're investing a lot of time and effort into creating these shows, and they would love to see a return. On the flip side, I have also seen a lot of indie podcasters who are not interested in selling ads on their shows because every single one of their listeners, they have been hard won. That host has really gone out there and just done a ton of work to build their audiences. And sometimes, although of course I don't agree with this, sometimes hosts feel like ads are a big inconvenience for their audience and they don't want to inconvenience their audience by subjecting them to the evils of podcast advertising, right? So that can be the case sometimes with indie podcasters. The next one is the solopreneur podcast, right? And solopreneur podcasts can also be interesting because if you created the podcast specifically to sell a product that you are selling, then the whole podcast is kind of a commercial, right? It's just like with the branded podcast, right? Branded podcast, they're, you know, they're creating a podcast because they're trying to brand their company. They're trying to communicate the value of their company out into their world. And so with the interjection of ads, it can be a little bit distracting from the host's main message. Now, I have found that unless like a solopreneur type podcast was started specifically for the reason of selling a specific product like a course or a mastermind or something like that, most of those hosts really do want advertisers. And I think one of the reasons that a lot of those hosts want advertisers is because they're business people, right? They're not doing anything in their life without having a return on that investment. And so they really do want to make a return on their investment. But they also are really looking for partners that they can get behind, that they really believe in. And I think that that's one of the coolest things about podcast advertising is that most hosts really are only going to promote or advertise products that they really love, which is very cool. So I would say solopreneur shows definitely have an opportunity for advertising. And then we have corporate shows, right? We have the professional podcasters. And I really do believe that the vast majority of ad dollars right now are being spent in those spaces. It is interesting because that information is available to us, but it's all behind a paywall. So I don't personally have the income to pay for those sorts of stats at this time in in our company's evolution. But I do think that that stuff is really fascinating. Edison Research came out with a report recently that said that like 70% of all podcast ads were being spent on five networks, right? So that tells you that these professional corporate podcasts really are capturing huge amounts of ad dollars. And the reason that they capture a lot of the ad dollars is based, I would say, almost solely on the size of their podcast, right? They've invested a ton to grow an audience. It's not like the indie podcaster where they're 
listeners are, you know, won by, you know, sweat and tears and hard work with a corporate show, those listeners are being won not by, I mean, of course it's hard work too, but it's also investing in the show, right? It's buying ads out there. It's figuring out how to create this network where everybody's cross promoting everybody and so there's a lot of, of money that's infused in growing those audiences. And then subsequently, if you've invested a million dollars making a show, you need to get a return on your investment. But the audiences do tend to be larger, which then, of course, equals a larger amount of ad dollars. What I find really interesting about a lot of these professional corporate shows is that while host red ads are still the norm, a lot of them will not endorse the products, right? So the host might do the ad read, but he's not going to do an endorsement ad read where with an indie podcaster or a solopreneur type podcast, you definitely can get the host to endorse that product. That's not going to be an issue. But when you're looking at larger shows, they can be much less interested in actually endorsing a product. And some of them, even, you know, of course, like in the NPR space, they're still national public radio. They're not supposed to take ad dollars, right? It's actually against the law. You can only have underwriters. So their ad reads are going to be very different than somebody who is able to take ad dollars, right? So uh, that's really interesting. So those first three categories, indie shows, solopreneur shows, corporate or professional shows, definitely opportunities for advertising. When we're looking at that fourth category, the branded podcast, I don't know that I've ever heard an ad on a branded podcast. To be totally transparent, I haven't listened to a lot of branded podcasts. My audio listening bank is quite full, as you could imagine. And while I would love to check out some shows, and I really should check out the Trader Joe's show that I mentioned, I have not spent a ton of time listening to branded shows, so I can't tell you for sure that they don't have ads, but my guess is that most of them aren't going to have ads because they're creating the show so that you can get a picture of their company, what their company is doing, like I said, what the culture, flavor, environment of their company is, and they don't really want to distract you by promoting a different company. So branded podcasts are probably not the best place for advertisements, but that, yeah, that's just certainly a perspective. So those are the types of shows that I see in the market. And it'll be really interesting to see as we continue to grow as a podcast industry, if that changes at all. And yeah, we'll just have to see how that unfolds. I wanted to thank you so much for being here today and wanted to let you know that if you're an advertiser and you're interested in learning more about podcast advertising, we would love to help you. We work with over 65 independent podcasters who are creating great content and reaching hundreds of thousands of people each month. And we would love to connect you with them and create a successful ad campaign for you. If you're a podcast host and you're looking for representation and your podcast exceeds 10,000 downloads per episode, we'd love to chat. And finally, if you are just getting started in the podcast world and you're not ready for representation, but you'd love to learn more about how you can get sponsors or advertisers on your own, we're excited to be launching a brand new course to show you how to grow your audience and monetize your podcast through advertising. You can find all of this information on our brand new website, which I'm very excited about at truenativemedia.com. Thanks so much and take care. If you want to learn more about how to be a market leader in podcast advertising, reach out to us at truenativemedia.com.